Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. It is 1021 on this Friday. We got Natalie Rodriguez with the trending story. Hey, Natalie. Hey there, Brian. There is a new park for kids to enjoy this summer in Miami. The Gwen Cherry Park. There's slides, zip line, musical instruments, and it's all a nature-based design. So it's kind of a... A one of a kind experience. That's cool. Yeah. You have to really put some effort into it to get a zip line going around here. Right? I'll be <laughs> interested to see what that looks like. <laughs> Gaining elevation is not the easiest thing. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Curious. Curious. Um, all right. Speaking of things that are curious, if you happen to be with us in the uh, first segment of the show. I think you understand, not that I haven't been quite clear about the J6 Dog and Pony show right along, but, I mean, just how absurd this entire situation is to where now you got a criminal investigation into deleted text messages from Secret Service agents, while, by the way, we still don't have resolution to the Trump-Russia collusion conspiracy. In theory, Durham is still working out there, but... We don't even have the J6 Dog and Pony Show actors and actresses that put this production on. Presenting the Secret Service agents that want to refute their star witnesses' testimony. Or the other party that she referenced on January 6th that she got her information from. All of which want to go under oath to say, you know what? Cassidy Hutchinson is full of crap. But we're just supposed to take this propaganda and run with it. Gabriella Hoffman, she's with Town Hall and Young Voices, joins us to talk about this. Gabriella, what say you? Yeah, the January 6th committee proceedings have been interesting, to say the least. I think I'm like most people. I try to catch the highlights afterwards on social media because we recognize that watching it is not going to really have any impact on our daily lives and i live outside the beltway and a lot of people in media are very concerned about this but most of america is not um <laughs> even with the latest developments uh but that isn't to say you know people were concerned immediately following the fallout obviously it was a very horrible display um that should never happen again but the wrongdoers who are responsible have been prosecuted um, but they're just trying to drag this out as long as they can because that's what they only can do. There's no really response to uh, their policies with respect to the Democrats and just how this whole committee has been set up. The reason why people aren't tuning in is they see it's not fair. Uh, it's not really even ended uh, with Republicans. They chose Republicans who are really out of favor with much of the base in the party as it is today. And so people see this as a one-sided Democratic operation rather than a bipartisan committee so people are tuning out largely because of that and they don't see anything really noteworthy that would change their whole opinion about voting for republicans do you mean to tell me that 
People might care more about 41-year high inflation, a pending recession, a border crisis, geopolitical crises, and being reliant on Australian goats for baby formula. That kind of stuff might matter more than this committee and their effort to get Trump from a year and a half ago. Believe it or not, pocketbook (laughs) issues still affect Americans to this day, no matter what social media or these January 6th people tell you. Uh, People are most personally afflicted by what they're experiencing personally, of course. And people see higher gas prices. They see their electricity bills going up, food increasingly expensive. You go out to a restaurant. I know in Miami and in Florida, things are probably getting very pricey uh, due to inflation. So you can't go anywhere and not see the effects of inflation. But January, the January 6th committee wants you to believe that nothing else except for this committee is very important. And the American people are responding in the opposite, and they see that what is happening to them all across the board with their expenses and just cost of living going up and this economic malaise resulting largely from the Biden administration policies. That has more of an impact rather than trying to prolong the January 6th uh, kind of proceedings. What's your sense? Uh, You get the feeling that this hasn't played out the way they expected. The way that it was laid out originally, you had this idea that they felt like it was going to be a grand slam out of the gate, and that would be it. Trump would be gone forever, and it would give them, you know, on the left, a needed boost to to help get through the midterms. Obviously, the conditions are are not suggesting any of that at this point. Uh, What where do you think we are in this race, and what ultimately do you think the pivot is going to be to? The reason why it isn't catching on is what I alluded to just earlier is that it's not seen as a fair and impartial committee. Uh, It's not bipartisan in any sense. And they see that it has political undertones, especially skewed to the left, that it tries to go beyond what they were looking to do to see what was wrong with January 6th, how to prevent it. It has basically devolved into questioning whether or not, you know, democracy is going to be preserved if Republicans take over Congress things of that sort. So it's turned into like every other battle from the left that you see from congressional Democrats. It's to make it into an issue about advancing their policies, not so much finding a solution to January 6th. And most people have largely tuned out of January 6th because most of the wrongdoers are being prosecuted. There's nothing really left to do uh, except to perhaps impugn and tarnish former President Trump's record. Uh, yeah. He could ruin his, his own you know, prospects in his own way, unfortunately. He sometimes can <laughs> sure. be his worst enemy. Sure. Uh, but I don't think January 6th would be the way that he goes under. I think he could you know, perhaps have some missteps, or maybe he receives a challenge from the right from, let's say, your governor. Uh, so a lot of things, I think, could hurt him. I don't think January 6th would be one of them. A dose of reality from Gabriella Hoffman, again, with Town Hall and Young Voices. And we're going to talk about Florida's Democrat debate for governor last night with Barry University, Barry University's Dr. Sean Foreman next here at the Bright Mud Show. He's Radio 610 WIOD. Glenn Beck.